Well, Rick, it is that season. It is the Christmas season, and uh, it's good to look into the scriptures during this time and look at what is the reason for the season. I love that quaint phrase that says, Jesus is the reason for the season. Yeah. And, and I love the Christmas music and the Christmas lights and so forth, but sometimes we can get distracted. And, uh, you know, I was just thinking about this, you know, growing up, I don't know if your mom ever asked you this or or if you've ever asked your kids this mm-hmm. when you look in the the room's a mess and what do you say? Were you born in a barn? Were you born in a barn? And uh, if anyone ever asked Jesus that question, the answer would be... <laughs> yes. Yes, I was, in fact. You know, if we look in Luke chapter 2, and by the way, if you want to read the Christmas story, the first couple chapters of Luke, the first couple chapters of Matthew, that's where we find the Christmas story. And in, in Luke chapter 2, in verse 7, we actually see, and she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And the fact of the matter is, you would think of the God of this world, if he was going to choose where to be born, we call this the incarnation, and that means the enfleshment. And this is when God, in essence, became flesh. Well, he actually became flesh nine months earlier when he implanted himself inside of Mary's womb. This is very true, yes. And developed inside that womb just like a natural baby. But the one difference was, is he was virgin born. And so he did not carry that sin gene from Adam. And the Bible says, as in Adam, we all sin, we all die because of the sin that is carried forth through Adam. So he didn't have that sin gene to come in. And he was perfect. And the Bible actually calls him the second Adam in some places. And that's probably a little deeper than what we can get into in five minutes. Right. But you would think that that manger that day was really the envy of every bed in town. If, if beds could have emotions. Yeah. You know, and the, the king, king-size bed should have been for the king, right? Right. Uh, the, the, the ivory bed and the, the bed that is the most well-decorated and the most comfortable has the most plush mattresses. But, you know, this is Jesus speaking to us of his humility. Right. You know, and, and though he was God, he became a man. In Philippians chapter 2 and verse 6 says, Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be made equal with God. In other words, though he was a man, he knew that he was God. And though he was God, yet he turned around and he became a man. He humbled himself. And it goes on in that scripture. It says that he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and made was made in the likeness of men. And so we see that the God of all the earth, the, the designer, the creator, the king of kings, and the Lord of lords loved us enough to humble himself. And he stepped out of his throne in glory, although he never abandoned it. He, he stepped out of that and into the life of a poor and a humble carpenter and his wife. Yeah, And even as they were traveling to Bethlehem for the census, he was there born and not just born in the home, not born in a hospital, but born in a barn and laid in a manger. Yeah, And so, you know, God says, I can identify with you no matter where you come from. Right. Uh, I own the cattle on a thousand hills, and yet I was born in a humble place, in a humble station. Right. And that does, it means, it's such a beautiful thing because he didn't come for like the elite and the right. rich being born in that barn. He's accessible 
to anyone. Absolutely. And so that's the, the really the message of Christmas is that, that God became a man. And that's why it's called the Christ Mass, and it has sort of Catholic origins there. But it's really for all of us to remember and to realize and to recognize that Jesus Christ came to this world to save sinners, as the Apostle Paul said, of whom I am chief. And when the Bible says in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, this is just the beginning because it's going to take us all the way to Calvary, to that crucifixion where he paid for our sins. Hey, thank you so much for being with us today, folks. You can find us where, Rick? At faithin5.org. And uh, from all of us here at Fremont Baptist Temple, Merry Christmas. God bless y'all. <laughs>